0: the physical man the physical man and within this talk today uh, i want to describe the attributes of a masculine strong man and really the the most uh physical some of the most physical ideas of being there um so starting off i want us to go over the topic of being prepared being prepared and on this topic i want us to understand that passivity will always be the doom of man. Passivity will always be the doom of man. I want to share a couple of verses with you guys. In Proverbs chapter 6, starting in verse 6 through 11, it says, Go to the ant, you lazy one, observe its ways and be wise, which, having no chief, officer, or ruler, prepares its food in the summer and gathers its provisions in the harvest. How long will you lie down, you lazy one? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest? Then your poverty will come in like a drifter, and your need like an armed man. Another verse in First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13, it says, Be on alert. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. And with these verses what i'm uh, i feel like they are great foundational verses to understand this idea about being prepared and the ability to anticipate goes hand in hand with the decision to be prepared i believe that men should set the example and preparedness men should set the example in preparedness whether that is being prepared for a disaster or being prepared to rush in being prepared to lift up something it takes a level of strong masculinity to anticipate the need of being prepared. And I want us for a moment to think critically of what matters most to you. And then how you can be better prepared to protect that or those people. And it may uh, some examples to think of. Again, critically thinking about what matters most to you. An example, a couple of examples I would share would be, it may be having a will in place for your kids so that they won't be lost if something tragic were to happen. That's a, that's an act of manhood and being prepared. It may be having a short or long-term supply of food for your family or elderly parents in case of a, another pandemic or a food shortage just taking care of your loved ones in the physical sense. Again, we're talking about like the practical, physical man. It may be preparing yourself physically to defend your home or your wife in public. Um, for example, what if someone were to say a, a, a crude joke about your wife? You need to be prepared to go right up to them and slap them in the mouth. <laughs> a Will Smith joke, right? Um, but that, the idea that I'm getting is that we should have a level of preparedness to protect and take care of what we care about. And no matter what it is, it is your job as a man to protect what's yours. And that takes being prepared. Um, For me, uh, even just the, uh, I I think it was maybe some of my uh, before Christ days, but I always, even just when I'm going out and about, it's, I never wear sandals. (laughs) It's probably just because of my my old ghetto self, but I never wear sandals for two reasons: just this feeling of what if I have to run away from the cops, or what if I uh, if I get into some type of fight or altercation, I can't be wearing sandals. And it's something so small. And I'm not suggesting that no one can wear sandals anymore. But what I'm saying is uh, that kind of idea of preparedness to to be on alert or uh To think more than just right now in this moment to 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 have a mindset of protecting what you care about to being prepared to cover what is meaningful to you and this vert these verses that i 'm sharing it's telling us uh just as it's describing the ant that no one has to tell it what to do, it does so in preparedness in the same way the scripture is telling us that we should be prepared it. And it it talks about how poverty will come on, on you like a drifter, uh, how need would come like an armed man. What it's suggesting is that the unexpected will happen when you least expect it. And so you should be prepared in those moments. Be a prepared man. And even the other verse, when it says, be on alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men and be strong. This emphasis on be on the alert, anticipate the need to act. Anticipate the need to act. I think that the hero, the idea of a hero, uh, it happens in moments of not exceptionally special people, but simply men that were prepared to act when they were needed. And then there's so many men around, but it's only one that is prepared in their mind, prepared physically to act, that ends up stepping in to be a hero. And, and it wasn't planned, it was just that they were prepared. So being prepared. Now let's go to our next point, which is being patient. Being patient. A man controlled by his anger becomes less of a man and more of a child. A man controlled by his anger becomes less of a man and more of a child. Let me share a couple verses with you. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29, it says, One who is slow to anger has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered exalts foolishness. In Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 9, it says, Do not be eager in your spirit to be angry, for anger resides in the heart of fools. James chapter 1, verse 19 through 20. You know this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Now, everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For a man's anger does not bring about the righteousness of God. So, as men, I've said this before, we often funnel our emotions into anger. Even when we feel sad, uh, we often eventually funnel that into anger. And we often let that anger control us. We behave reactionarily through our temper uh, by yelling or saying intentionally hurtful things in the heat of our anger. We react by hitting doors or walls. We react by cutting people out of our lives to show them a lesson. We allow a moment of our emotion to make long lists of lasting consequences, all because of our lack of patience. And I believe that some of the biggest mistakes that we have as men are in the times that we couldn't be patient. Even just beyond anger, whether it was an angry reaction, but even if it was the impatience of making a rash decision or a, a, a rash purchase because we weren't willing to wait, we lived through so many regrets because we couldn't hold it in. Manhood is crafted in one's ability to practice his patience and self-control men like this are always men who people trust and go to when they need help or advice because patient men are strong men if you were to look even in your life at, uh, at men that you can trust that that are honorable that you could look up to they are often men that are able to control their emotions They're men that you can trust and confide in. Now think about men uh, that you might have in your life that you know that is rash in their emotions. They they seem volatile at times because you don't know how they are gonna respond, how they're going to react. And that kind of uh, lack of self-control, that lack of patience brings insecurity around them. It breathes insecurity in relationships. When we are patient, we are strong. Now, let me go to our last point. I know this is a quicker message today. Being present is so important. This is the final one, being present. We talked about being prepared. We talked about being patient. And now we're talking about being present. And nothing speaks louder than showing up when it matters. Nothing speaks louder than showing up when it matters. In Ephesians chapter five, verse 15 through 16, it says, so then be careful how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. This verse is really powerful in saying, be careful of how you walk, be wise and not unwise. It's saying, be intentional. Think about what you're doing. Be present-minded as you're being present in body and make the most of your time. You know, one thing uh, I used to tell people during worship is maybe uh, for anyone that felt like they didn't want to be there, I said, you're already here, so make the best of it and try your best to engage in worship. I feel like this uh, this idea applies to almost all things. Even when you're at somewhere you don't want to be, you should make the most of your time. Absent men are weak men. Let me say that again. Absent men are weak men. When we're absent, it shows fear. It shows insecurity. It shows a lack of investment. Absence shows a man running away from his problems, running away from his obligations. But a man who shows up is a man showing real strength. I believe, I really believe that simply showing up is 80% of success. I believe that showing up is 80% of success while the other 20% is what you do when you're there. So make it a point to simply be there and be present. And even if you are there and say nothing and do nothing, just the fact that you were there matters. I think that's one thing that a lot of men find hard to capture because we constantly want to be doing things. We want to keep ourselves busy. And we feel like if we're, uh, we often feel like if we're not doing something, we're not producing something. If we're not working on something, we're wasting our time. But you, you must understand that there are moments where being there matters. And then it is men like this that become foundational role models for kids, for communities. It exemplifies consistency. It exemplifies trust and security. All of these attributes are of a masculine men. Consistency, trust, security. That happens by being present, by being there, not by being absent. And I'll I'll add on to this, this idea of being physically present. That's really the biggest battle is being physically present, being there. The... Another step above that is being present in your mind. We often just roll through things and we're we we could be somewhere, but mentally we're somewhere else and when we are somewhere, we should really strive to be there in our minds to be intentional and i would I would even go as far to say to try to put it into practice yourself whenever you go to say your next uh, some appointment, whenever you go into your next haircut. Uh, where, wherever you go next, instead of getting on your phone right away to distract yourself or to feel, um, to to try to escape from any type of social anxiety, allow yourself to simply put keep your phone in your pocket and look around, observe, and be fully present in the area that you're at. Keep your phone outside, uh, keep your phone away, and really just allow yourself to be mentally present. I'm telling you, it's a really effective way in practicing self-control. Practice the simple uh, the simple idea of controlling your mind. And it will even help you to practice uh, learning from your surroundings. It, it's so important for us to try to exemplify this idea of being present in our minds. And you will become a stronger man from it. Now, with all of these things that I'm talking about, I believe that Uh, we must end on the idea of talking about who the physical man Jesus is. He is not uh, an imaginary being. He is not a symbol of the universe. He was a physical man who was 100% man and 100% God. And he exemplified what it was to be present and showing up when it mattered. He exemplified about being patient and being, uh, uh, knowing how to control himself and and not letting all of the moments that he could have spouted out with anger. I mean, even when they were uh, getting ready to crucify him, he told Peter to put away his sword. That he had the power to call upon a legion of angels, but he chose instead to be patient. He was prepared. He was uh, he he just really uh, took the time to pray before he did anything. It was a, an act of preparedness. And all of these ideas of Jesus, it shows us how he is a masculine, strong man that was shown here on earth. And when he was physically here, he physically died on the cross and he physically resurrected from the dead. And it's so important for us to get that in our mind and get that in our faith, that it's not just imaginary, that it was a real physical person that he that he was. And when he went to heaven, He physically ascended to his throne in heaven and that he will physically come again uh, in his second coming. And I emphasize all of this because the Bible says in uh, 1 Corinthians that if Jesus did not raise from the dead, our faith is worthless. If he did not physically raise from the dead, then all of our faith, everything that we put our hope in is, is worthless and that we are the most to be pitied in the world because we believe something that is a lie. And the reason I'm sharing all of that is for us to to really solidify in our hearts in this moment, that if we call ourselves Christians, it should be in the simple fact of the physical man of Jesus. The fact that he died on the cross physically, and that he rose from the dead, and that it This simple fact is unchanging and it doesn't matter what our circumstances will uh, be now or in the future. We can always go back to, whenever we face doubts or fears in our faith, we can always go back to, I believe in the physical resurrection of Christ and that's why I'm a Christian. And so if you're here on this call listening to this and you're uh, having a moment of realizing the importance of this foundational faith step and you haven't really put your faith in Jesus' his resurrection like that before it's only been feelings not this physical attribute of him i want to encourage you to have a conversation with him it says in the book of romans if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that jesus is who he says he is that he's not a liar that he's not a lunatic but that he is lord and everything he said was true and that he really did die on the cross and raised from the dead. If you have this simple conversation with him, that's all it takes to have a relationship with him. And so if that's you, I urge you to have that conversation today. Don't let more time go by, but really allow yourself to have a physical conversation with Jesus Christ. With all that being said, let's pray. God, I thank you for this time that we got to have together as men. And I pray that you cause this message to inspire us and motivate us to be stronger, masculine men, to be more like Jesus. Amen.